Welcome to the podcast series presented by the Bi Scholars Student Council in search of a happier you. Hello everyone. Welcome back to another episode of In Search of a Happier You presented by Student Council 2020 to 2021. My name is Ayana Ahmed, the head of IT of the Bi Scholars Student Council. and your co-host for this episode. Hello everyone. My name is Mohammed Tafail, the head boy of the Bi Scholars and your co-host for this episode. Today, we are immensely grateful and honored to have Mr. Daniel Scarcelli as our guest speaker. Mr. Daniel is the head of live programming at MonsterCat. Hey guys, this is uh, Dan Scarcelli, and I'm really happy to be on the In Search of a Happier You podcast. Uh, so thanks for uh, having me on. Firstly, Mr. Daniel, we would like you to give us an insight of your journey with Monster Cat. How was it to be a creator, and what was it like to get where you are today? So just an introduction of who I am, and the first question that you asked. My name is Dan Scarcelli. I'm 31 years old. I live in Vancouver, BC, Canada. Uh, I've been working for a record label here uh, in Vancouver for about seven years now. Uh, it's called Monster Cat, and we're actually Canada's largest electronic record label. When I started working here seven years ago, the first project that I actually started, uh, I'm still working on, and it started as a, a podcast, actually, which is really funny that I'm on a podcast right now. But that turned into a radio show. I've now been hosting it, and I work with a bunch of other people to produce the show, and we syndicate this worldwide uh, to a whole bunch of different radio stations, along with a lot of popular DSPs or, or music platforms like Spotify, uh, Mixcloud, SoundCloud. as well as podcasting apps. You have Apple Music and uh, Google Podcasts. One of the areas that I really focus on and where our show is also available is in live streaming platforms, uh, uh, the main one being Twitch. So every week when we uh, present our radio show premiere, uh, we air it on Twitch first and we allow people to watch and be with us as we go through it in real time. Across all these platforms, we average about 150 to 200,000 listeners per week per episode, uh, and then about a million other people when we count in radio stations, thanks to China and a bunch of other uh, big platforms like SiriusXM here in North America. What I love most about my job is the creative freedom that, that comes with it. Uh, something that I'm very happy is that here at MonsterCat, we empower creatives. So not just inside the company, but also within our community and our artists as well. So it's a big ecosystem of everyone participating and allowing discoverability of each of our projects and our work. Throughout the years here, I've been fortunate to be working on a bunch of different projects. Uh, some of them I already mentioned, for example, our live streaming, uh, which is with our radio show, but also we have a 24-7 channel, which I'll run, and that plays music all the time. Uh, we have our Call the Wild radio show, which we also air inside of virtual reality every week. It's inside of a platform called Sansar, where people can hop in and actually experience the music, but in virtual reality. I have done a whole bunch of themed episodes that range in topics from climate change, Uh, to art and creativity. Uh, we also run a mix contest, which is actually happening right now. Uh, picture it like a game show, but on air. And we take eight finalists from all around the world and they compete on a series of weeks over a series of challenges. And our elite judges uh, will pick who advances every week. And at the end of it, we give away one big grand prize and we crown this season's winner. Uh, so that's actually gonna be finishing up in a couple weeks. 
And lastly, uh, I've had the amazing opportunity to teach at a bunch of music schools here in Vancouver and also attend a whole bunch of music and tech conferences as panel speakers. What I really enjoy the most is creating with purpose and having that freedom to think of an idea and really make that a reality that ends up impacting you know, tens of thousands of people online. Thank you, Mr. Daniel, for that insightful answer and is certainly very inspirational. We all know that everyone is not born with creativity. In fact, for many, it is something which develops over time experience and even practice so mr daniel our next question for you is how does a student of our age develop creative skills and how can we exactly nurture these skills during our high school years that's actually a really really interesting question i've definitely come to realize that after university uh not everyone has creativity in the forefront of their work. Uh, this was something while I was going in school, I was always surrounded by people that were creating things, working in music, working in art. Uh, so I just assume that everyone was obviously creative. However, that's not always the case. However, I do believe that everyone is creative. Everyone has a creative uh, ability or a way to express that. It just is different from everyone. Um, I also think that the definition is synonymous with passion and passion is simply that uncontrollable feeling we get towards something and that could be anything that could be arts that could be sports that could be music cooking science teaching organizing events even interviewing people like this ranges a whole bunch of different topics and it's not just your typical you know creativity art drawing uh, music it's not just in that creativity can be anything you know, all in all, it's how we express our passion and how we convert that into real ideas and real things. I believe everyone can do this and by doing it and tying it into the things that we like, we're able to be uniquely creative, not just creative. My advice to anyone really wanting to know how to nurture their, their skills is pretty simple. I think try everything at least once. Uh, something that I've really realized is that uh, the areas that I'm most creative now is usually not the areas that I thought I was going to be when I was younger. However, they only happened because I tried so many different things. And in a world with the amount of people that we're facing, and especially in a workforce when we're all about to, you know, all you are about to enter this workforce or just start a career, there are so many different ways to make you stand out and you want to stand out. So by taking all these interests that you've had over your lifetime, you're able to actually create a very unique position for you. Whether or not you know you like dancing, um, but maybe you're also science-based, well, right off the bat, those two things may not seem like they fit, but there's a lot of scientific patterns and uh, just the way physics works in the human body to dancing. And when you take those two things that you're naturally good at or interested in, you're able to approach it in a very unique way that sets you apart from your competition. I, I think you need to try everything. There's, there's no reason why you shouldn't try something because it just helps reinforce you down the road and really builds this, this personal resume of things that you are good at. And one day you'll realize that they all connect or you find a way to connect them. That was a wonderful answer and it certainly guided us on how we, as students, can effectively develop our creative skills over our high school years. Last but not least, Mr. Daniel, you are a passionate environmental activist, so we would like to ask you, 
How strongly do you feel about the environment and the COVID-19's pandemic's effect on it? As well as this, we are teenagers who are old enough to contribute and give back to our environment. So what works and ways of yours do you think we can follow to give back to our surroundings and environment? Yeah, so that again is also a very interesting question. I actually asked a very similar question on our themed episode of our radio show uh, back in April called Back to the Wild, uh, and it was for Earth Day. Uh, but basically, you know, with COVID and the environment, sadly, there hasn't been a lot of positive impact on the environment. Um, we have seen some things, like for example, there's been some animal species that have been able to nest or, or procreate, which are in areas that were for that time free of human interference. Um, also, we did see that during the months of March and April, we actually saw a global carbon emission reduction of about 10 to 13% globally, and that's huge. Um, sadly, however, these effects, uh, especially in the carbon emissions at the end of this year, are gonna see very little uh, reflection in, in, in a spin to the right way because there's a lot of industries that are starting back up, and when they start back up, we're already seeing higher carbon levels than we did before COVID and it's simply to make up for lost time. Uh, so th this is definitely very unfortunate that even when the entire world stopped, uh, we're still not on the right track to reducing our carbon emissions. One positive, and I think potentially maybe the only real foreseeable positive that we have seen is that collectively when people, humans, the, the world, nations, recognize that there is a crisis and there's a problem, we can act on it very quickly. You've seen a lot of countries and, and cities do a good job uh, flattening the curve of COVID. And you know this is the exact same thing that we need to look at for climate change. We need to flatten the carbon curve. There's no difference. Uh, it just takes place over a long, or it is taking place over a longer period of time. So I think the one positive we can see is that when we do need to act, we can act. The only problem there is, are we going to act too late? Yeah. And as for younger generations, you know, I, I've said this to my friends and colleagues a lot that I have so much faith for the younger generations. I think, um, you know, and there's no one's fault here, but for many decades and previous generations, industries have built up uh, over time and they built up from the industrial revolution and that stemmed from burning of fossil fuels and fossil fuels directly correlate to climate change and a warming planet and everything that we're seeing. So the only real way to fix this is that we need to stop and disrupt and change those industries. Now, the best people to do this are younger generations who are coming into a workplace that has already been doing something incorrectly for the longest time. And these young people, you guys, are the people to change that. And it's, I know it's, I'm not saying that it's on you, it's on all of us. However, you guys are in a very um, vital position to really start off strong and correct things that other industries and other generations have not been doing for a while. Industry disruption needs to take place across all industries, all passions, all creative ideas, everything that we think about and every project that we do and every thing that we work on, I think needs to have that message of long-term sustainability in mind. And by doing that, going back to one of the first things I said, if you incorporate your passions into your work, you set yourself apart from your quote unquote competition. So I do think that 
right now, if we really want to come up with amazing ideas that are going to last a long time and do well in the decades to come, we need to have uh, environmental messaging behind that, or at least a core of what we're working on. We completely agree with you, Mr. Daniel, when you talk about the importance of the environment and how essential it is for us to conserve it at all costs. Moreover, your contributions certainly are remarkable and must have inspired our listeners on what simple steps they can take to make a big difference. Thank you so much, Mr. Daniel. It was such an honor and delight to have had this conversation with you. We appreciate the time that you have taken out to give us your views on being a happier version of ourselves through creativity. That's about it. Thank you so much for having me on. Um, I'm Dan Scarcelli. Uh, I've it was great speaking to you guys here uh, for In Search of a Happier You podcast. If you guys want to reach out to me, you can hit me up on Twitter at uh, Dan Scarcelli. Thank you so much, and we will talk soon. Bye. Thank you for listening to our podcast today. Tune in back tomorrow for a new topic new guest and new podcast until then stay home and stay safe